Blog Talk Radio. Hi, this is Russ Terry, founder and CEO of Life Coach Radio Network. Today's sponsor is Audible.com, a leading provider of spoken audio entertainment and information. Listen to audiobooks whenever and wherever you want. Get a free audiobook when you sign up for a 30-day free trial at audibletrial.com slash lifecoachradio. That's audibletrial.com slash lifecoachradio. And now, here's today's show. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the show on how to get unstuck with my special guest, Anna Papa. I'm Sharissa Sebastian, a coach, speaker, writer, and co-owner of Stop, Smile, Breathe Women's Retreats. I am a certified life and leadership coach for women, and I hold my certification through the International Coaching Federation. My passion is helping women break free from being stuck, overwhelmed, and stressed, mainly in their professional lives and in the area of life balance, to live a life of passion, purpose, joy, and fulfillment. You can find out more about me and what I do on my website at www.sharissasebastian.com. I'd like to take a moment to invite our listeners to call in with any questions or comments throughout the show. The number to dial is 646-716-9397. Again, that number is 646-716-9397. So let's get into today's discussion, sponsored by Audible.com. We'll be discussing how to get unstuck. And as I mentioned, it's, I have a wonderful special guest, and that is Anna Papa. Anna is a certified life and relationship coach, speaker, and one of the co-owners of Stop, Smile, Breathe, Women's Retreats. Anna, welcome. Hi, Charissa. How are you? Hi, I'm fantastic. Welcome back to the show. It is so good to have you back on. Thank you for doing this. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me on the show again. It is always a pleasure. Thank you. So would you like to take a few moments to introduce yourself and tell our listeners who haven't heard you on the radio before um, who you are and what you do and what you're passionate about? Sure. Good evening, everyone. Like Sharissa mentioned already, my name is Anna Papa, and I am a certified life and relationship coach. I work with moms who are searching for a more balanced, confident, and happy life. And I am currently expanding my practice as a relationship coach beyond romantic uh, partnership coaching. So I still help couples to build stronger relationships in which both partners feel loved, appreciated, and understood. But I also work with people who want to create and strengthen their personal and professional relationships, or with those who want to improve their communication skills. My new website is still in making, but if you would like to get in touch with me or learn more about me, please visit my website. It's www.s. As in spring, F as in forward, lifecoaching.com, or you can email me at Anna, A N N A, at FFLifeCoaching.com. Thanks, Anna. And I'm so excited to hear that you're broadening your, um, you know, your area of coaching in terms of relationships, because you really are a relationship expert across the board. So that is so exciting that you're opening it up 
to helping people in different areas of relationships, not just within the marriage relationship. So congratulations on that step in your oh, in your thank you so much. <laughs> thank you so You're much. Welcome. I am very, very excited too about that. You know, we are um not only colleagues at work, but we uh, are friends as well. So you know how passionate I am about communication and relationships. So I am really overly excited in, in, you know, with taking this next step and broadening a little bit my um, coaching practice. Absolutely. And I can't wait to share your new website with everyone. I can't wait to see it, of course. And so as soon as that's ready, mm-hmm. let me know, and I will be sh- sure to share it with everyone. Of course, you will definitely be on the show again. So we will definitely share, share it there. But I'm looking, for, looking forward to what's coming for you. That's so exciting. Thank you so much. Oh, no problem. So in terms of our show today, feeling stuck, whether that's in your personal or professional life, is very frustrating, as we all know. We've all been there at one stage or another. When we're stuck in the situation, it can feel completely insurmountable and even hopeless. But the good news is that it really isn't. There are ways to navigate that space, and that's what we'll be talking about on the show. Now, of course, feeling stuck can, you know, you can apply to so many different areas of your life. So we'll be covering the spectrum and really talking about, um, in general, what it is to feel stuck, how we get there, um, you know, why we, we find ourselves in this position, and then, of course, how do we get ourselves out of this position of being stuck so we can really move forward. So having said that, I'm going to go ahead and invite our listeners to call in again, and the call-in number is 646 716 9397. Feel free to call in at any time and we will switch over to answer your questions or take your comments and then we'll get right back to the discussion. So thank you so much in advance for participating in our show today. So let's get straight into this discussion. So Anna, let's start off by talking about what does it really mean to be stuck. What, when we talk about being stuck, specifically in the context of the show, what exactly does that mean? Uh, I'm really glad, Charissa, that you mentioned that really it's such a broad aspect of being stuck, and it might be so many definitions, really. But when I hear that word, being stuck, what comes um, most often, I guess, to my mind is that being stuck means getting to the point either in our life or in our career when we feel that a change is needed, that we need to do something next, but we don't know what this next step is or we just don't know how to take it. But also, of course, we can be stuck in our emotions, like stuck in resentment or disappointment we can't quite recover from. So it's just really, it's just so many areas that we can be stuck in. But, you know, like it, in general, it's just being in this repetitive dynamic or with others. And that dynamic definitely does not work for you. So that's how I view it. How about you, Sharissa? What being stuck means really to you? Oh, you know, first of all, I've got to say you summarized that so beautifully because a lot of my thoughts around being stuck, I think what you did is just kind of cover that in a nutshell, probably a lot more eloquently than I would have described it. So one of the things that I love that you said is 
being in that space where you feel like a change is needed because I don't think any one of us really wants to be stuck. So when we're in that place of being stuck, it doesn't feel good. It doesn't feel right to us, and we know that something has to change. And then you also spoke about the emotions, and, of course, there's a lot of emotional, uh, maybe anxiety and that kind of thing Mm -hmm. that's involved with us being stuck. And the bottom line is we know that's not where we want to be, and therefore we feel that this change is needed. So I love the way you summarize that because I think it just covers the whole spectrum of being stuck. And like you said as well, it can be in so many different areas um, of your life. So one of the other, or some of the other symptoms that I was thinking of is when Mm -hmm. you feel unmotivated, when you may feel lethargic, unexcited, you just don't feel like you have that energy and motivation to be able to move forward. You may be unsure of how to move forward. You may have no clue of how to get out of this position of being stuck. And you may even have signs of being depressed. Like, you know, maybe you just can't even get out of bed in the morning and it just gets to the point where it's completely, completely frustrating and you just don't know how to get out of it. So all of those things combined is what comes to my mind when I think of being stuck. Um, And, of course, it Mm -hmm. also comes from my own experience. Um, Like I said, every one of us has been in this position of being, you know, of being stuck in one area of our lives, in one of our lives um, or another. And really, for the the majority of the time, those are the things that kind of come up when we think about being um, stuck. Is there anything else that you'd like to add to that, Anna? No, I just love that you also mentioned those emotions because, yes, they are definitely the indicators that this change is needed, that we are in a place that we don't really feel comfortable and something needs to happen to pull us out from this the same routine or from this place or the situation that is not serving us at the moment. Exactly. And I think for the most part, we all recognize that. Like when we get into that place of being stuck, mm-hmm. we know that something needs to change. Um, but then there's a number of reasons that may hold us back from that change. And we'll be talking more about that as well. So, and that actually leads me to the next question is, how do we actually find ourselves in that place of being stuck? Now that we've talked about what it is, how do we recognize that we're there? What sometimes can lead to us getting to this place of feeling stuck? This is a very interesting question, Sharissa. And there are different things running through my head and coming um, to my mind when I think about this. But one of them is that I, I think that we find ourselves in the position of being stuck when we have um, fulfilled everything that had to be done in a certain area up to this point. And now we are looking for that next step of development or of improvement. So that's like one thing that comes to my mind. And then another is that I think that we might feel stuck when we are not happy. And this is kind of what you mentioned before. We are just, we feel that we are not happy with where we are in our personal or career life. But in both of those situations, something just holds us back from taking that next step. Yeah, that's, again, very well said. And I think one of the things that is underlying what what can hold us back in these situations, and sometimes it is just a matter of just mm-hmm. not knowing, but underlying all of that is also fear. Sometimes we're so afraid 
of, I mean, this can be, there's so many, there can be hundreds of different reasons that we're fearful, but we can be afraid of the unknown. We may even know the step that we need to take, but it's just the thought of not knowing what the outcome will be can be very, Mm -hmm. very scary. Uh, Fear of failure, fear of um, judgment by other people. You know, there's so many different things that come up around this fear, um, this idea of fear, Mm -hmm. and sometimes that can keep us paralyzed because we're so focused on what can go wrong that we miss the opportunity to really do the right thing and help us to get unstuck. Oh, yes, definitely. I agree with you, 100%. Yeah, and then the other thing I was thinking of, just in terms of, you know, some concrete examples of when we may find ourselves in this position of being stuck, um, one example that comes to mind is maybe in our careers, and I've definitely, you know, found this to be Mm -hmm. almost a pattern in, in my past where I would inevitably get to a place of being stuck in almost every single one of my jobs. It's kind of like I had reached the ceiling and I just felt really frustrated and I just felt like I needed to to move on. So the, your career could be one place where you end up in this, uh, maybe the cycle of being or feeling stuck or you just feel like your job is not as fulfilling as it should be and you're just not sure how to take that next step or you're too afraid to take the next step. And then I think you mentioned this, Anna, as, as far as relationships go, where you feel mm-hmm. like you've just done everything you could to try to help um, grow that or nurture that relationship. It could be um, an intimate relationship, you know, maybe with your spouse or partner or even with your children, or it could even be professional relationships where you just get to a point where you're like, I don't know what else I'm supposed to do. This is just not going my way. And you feel st- stuck and and really, really um, frustrating because, as we know, relationships are so key to every aspect of our lives. So if that's not going right, then we're going to see repercussions of that everywhere. And so that's another thing that comes to mind when I think about how we sometimes get into these areas of being stuck. Yes, these are great examples. Yeah, and like you said, you get to a point where you feel like you've exhausted all the options, like you mentioned earlier, and you feel like you've done what you can do. Or um, on the other side of that, on the flip side, you maybe know what you could do next, but for whatever reason you're afraid of taking that next step. So those are several ways that we can find ourselves in this position. So the question then becomes, how do we, you know, how do we tell, well, actually, let's go here. So how do we um, tell the difference? Or actually, you know what, how do we really recognize when we're stuck? We already spoke about some of those emotions that could come up. Are there other ways that you can think of, Anna, where we can really recognize? Because there may be people who are actually listening in and are not Mm -hmm. sure whether they really are stuck. Like, how do we tell that that's where we are? I like that. I really think, and and this is, again, just to kind of summarize and go back to what you say, that, yes, one of the ways is to watch our feelings. And I think that that really will help us to recognize if we are really stuck or that it might be something different and we can just label it as being stuck. So, you know, going back to those feelings, I think that uh, people... You know, we, we we said this before, too, that people usually know that they feel stuck. They are either frustrated, hope, hopeless, or disappointed that they cannot figure out how to take a next step. And those emotions that they experience are not pleasant. And because of that, people often put a lot of pressure on themselves to bring a change. But it only causes bigger anxiety again, right, and unhappiness. Mm-hmm. But and that, so this is kind of what we talked about. And then that other way of recognizing that we are stuck is to observe our actions. 
or lack of action. So we might think that we feel stuck and even have some ideas, just like you just said also, of what we could do. But despite of us trying, we are not moving forward. So we feel that we are still in the same place. And I would say that this, when you watch your emotions and you kind of pay attention to your action or inaction, that's how you know that you are really stuck. But I feel that sometimes we just kind of get wrapped up in this illusion of being stuck. And uh, I don't know if it ever happened to you personally. It happened to me a couple of times. And I definitely do see it also in other people that sometimes we feel that we are stuck when just not much happens in our life. So it doesn't even need to be bad, but just because it's kind of peaceful and not much is happening, we feel like we should be doing something differently and that we should change things around. And it, especially if we look around and we see our friends, you know, or family maybe members going through many changes and we see those changes as positive, but we are still doing the same, same place. We feel like we need to change it. But then you need to kind of have to examine how much that change would really mean to you? Is it something, are, are you really stuck? You know, is it just your personal perception or what is going on? Like how, again, just ask this question, how much that change, I really need that change? Are we really stuck or we just feel that we need to change things around to please other people? you know, are just so people see that we are doing something differently. So I think that this is one of the, the big question to ask yourself in that situation when we are uncertain, if we are really stuck or if this is something that we rather do because of, you know, this, the, the, that's, that or over, being overly stable right now and not having many changes or not much going on in our lives. Oh, yes, that is so brilliant. And I'm so glad that you brought that up because sometimes we we don't often look at that part of it. You know, we always think that, oh, we're stuck and we have to fix it. It's something we have to do rather than doing what you just said, which I think is absolutely brilliant because it makes us really pause and question whether or not we are stuck. And I've absolutely been there as well where I just feel like, or sometimes you get into the cycle where you feel like things are just not happening fast enough for you. And then you start yes. to put a lot of pressure on yourself because you feel like, oh, I must be stuck if things are not happening the way I want them to or as fast as I want them to. And then because we often set these really high expectations of ourselves. And so we end up, you know, just doing all of these things. And then when we, like you said, when we're at that place where maybe things are going smoothly and we have this sense of peace in our lives, it's like, it's almost like that's a foreign feeling to us and we feel like we have to keep facing the next thing. And if we're not, then we start to question and, and doubt ourselves and think, am I stuck? You know, I should be doing, should I be doing more? Because we're so used to pushing ourselves constantly. Yes. So what a great point. And then um, the other thing is, as far as recognizing when we're stuck, you mentioned this already, but those emotions that come up when we're stuck. So one of the one of the indications or one of the clues is feeling the sense of overwhelm. I know, like I just said, when you have so much going on and so much on your plate, it's very easy to get completely overwhelmed, so much so that you can almost get 
paralyzed in that space and not really be able to focus on those things and sift through those things that are really high priorities versus everything else that you have on your plate because either you think you should do it based on other people or for whatever reason you feel this high amount of pressure and all of a sudden it becomes overwhelming and then you just don't even know which direction um, to go in. And then the other thing I wanted to go back to is what you said, Anna, as far as feeling like, you know, we are stuck when maybe we're, we're really not. And I, I did want to go back to that because one thing that has helped me through that, I remember very vividly <laughs> quite a few times where I felt that way, where I felt like I wasn't getting the results fast enough. And so I felt like, well, maybe I'm in this place of being stuck. But what's really powerful is to add on to what you said about the reflection, is to sit down every day at the end of the day. And I do this in, a, in the form of like a gratitude journal, but you can just list out the things that you've done and you've accomplished in the day. And I had never done this um, before I felt this, you know, feeling of just being stuck mm -hmm. and overwhelmed. But when I started to do it, I actually realized that I did, a, you know, I, we do so much more than we acknowledge ourselves for on a daily basis. And just sitting down and, and really writing down what it is that we've done to, and being able to go back and reflect on that, even at the end of the week or whatever it is, we will realize that there's so much that we do that we take for granted because we're so focused on where we're going that we forget about just how much we're doing on a daily basis. So even though we may feel stuck, in reality, we're actually doing things to help move us forward, but sometimes we don't realize that. Oh, I really love that idea of writing down all the things you are actually doing to 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 move forward. I love that. And I agree with you so much that for whatever reason, we are pushing ourselves so hard that we have very difficult time recognizing that we do so much. Mm -hmm. So I, I will be uh, definitely trying even help in the same way myself, but writing down all the things that I do to improve, you know, the situation that maybe I don't enjoy or want to change. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And just kind and of it's, it's such an eye opener. Yes, and I think that that's another thing, kind of getting away from the question, but it's still on our subject, is that we we are just don't allow, you know, uh, being okay with being stuck even for a minute. So that's why all those negative emotions are coming to play. We can't just just let it be and acknowledge, you know what, I'm stuck. And just like just uh, like you mentioned at the beginning of the show, at some point of our lives, really, every one of us will go through this feeling of being stuck. So it's it's kind of nice to have that knowledge and to be okay with it, that this is just part of life and just, accept it and be okay with it and not necessarily try to rush through this because it might be something important that that moment even in our life and this place of being stuck can teach us about ourselves or the given situation. Oh, that's so true. That's Yeah, that's really important too, to be able to just be aware, to have that sense or create that sense of awareness, but without judgment. So even if you find yourself yeah. in a place of being stuck and you ask yourself the questions and you realize, you know what, maybe I am stuck, maybe I do need to move forward. But even in that space, not being critical of yourself and being, you know, getting down on yourself for being so being stuck or whatever it is, but just observe it, be completely non judgmental about it, be aware of it, so that you are in a space 
of being more open to figuring out what is that next step. Because when we are so, like, you know, when we have so much anxiety about it, it's very difficult for us to figure out the way forward. Whereas if we're more calm and just acknowledge it and say, you know what, this is where I am, and that's okay because I'm going to figure out a way to move forward, it, it's a whole different dynamic that goes on in our minds, and it really helps us to see things clearly and to be able to move forward more effectively. Oh, yes, definitely. So how do we tell the difference between being truly stuck and just needing time, like we just talked about, to just wait and ponder and just be in that space? You know, Sharissa, I think that when we are really stuck, we feel that pressure to change something very quickly. And we experience more of those negative emotions associated with feeling of being stuck. But when all we need is just time for reflection, I think that we usually experience more peace about our present situation. In general, we know that we are on the right track and just trying to figure out the details. So this is how I see it. I'm not sure if that answers your question. No, it does, absolutely. And then the other thing I was just thinking about as far as you know how to tell uh, the you know the difference is that if there is mm-hmm. some kind of consequence to you waiting so say for example you have a decision to make and you know that if you put it off if you are feeling stuck about it and you don't you have no idea what that decision needs to be but you know you have to make it if you wait if if there is a, a consequence to that so for example if you know if you wait beyond a certain time then it's mm-hmm. going to have some kind of negative consequence, then maybe you do need to focus on the next step and really actively try to figure out how to move forward so that you don't encounter that negative consequence. But on the flip side of that, if there is no real rush to get to an answer or a solution or to move forward, maybe it is time to just sit and take that space claim that space for yourself to be able to think it through, maybe reach out to, you know, a friend or colleague or coach, whatever it is, and whatever is going to help you to um, to really get out of that position of being stuck if that's truly where you are. Oh, I like that you show this aspect of it, you know, and the difference between just letting yourself being stuck and, and, and you know, and reflecting, pondering on or rather focusing on moving forward. I like that. You know, that's another idea. I think that that that's a great idea for all of us. That when we feel that we are in this place so stuck, that actually the negative consequences might be a kind of good thing to have because that will push us to focus our energy more on actually doing something instead of focusing on this negative feeling and and that pressure of do something, do something, do something. Mm-hmm. while still just sitting back and not taking any action. So that's a great point. Maybe actually from time to time we should think about negative consequences of, of just staying in the state for too long, you know, just on the flip side. Right. <laughs> of, yeah, of, absolutely. Of One of the other things that helps me, and this is actually going into the topic of procrastination a little bit, but what mm-hmm. helps me get out of that procrastination, especially when I do have a deadline, when I know that there's, say, an event coming up that I have to prepare for or just something going on. So I have that deadline. I know that I absolutely have to. There's no, you know, I can't um, get away from not pulling through in, you know, in time for a specific event or something like that, is thinking about 
the you know how stressed I will be if I wait until the last minute. Mm-hmm. And oftentimes mm-hmm. it helps me get out of that feeling of being stuck and out of that mode of procrastinating and into more of, okay, how do I fit this into my schedule sooner and how do I prepare for this sooner so that closer to the time I'm not feeling these feelings of stress and overwhelm, which I know too well and I don't want to experience. And so I tend to ask <laughs> I myself. I think we all do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I try to... Ask myself the question ahead of time, like when I know that I have this deadline and I have something on my calendar that I have to prepare for, I try try as much as possible to say, how can I fit it in as early as possible and try to at least do some preparation so that I'm not feeling so overwhelmed um, closer to the time. It doesn't always work out perfectly because I know we're all busy and we can't always fit things in ahead of time. But the more we can do that, the more it's going to reduce our stress and the more it's going to help us feel unstuck. Even if we take baby steps, even if it's like every other day we take one little step, do one little thing that's going to help us to move forward, it's going to greatly reduce our stress and, of course, that feeling of being stuck and overwhelmed. So... The the next thing I was going to ask is how do we keep those negative emotions? We've talked a lot about these negative emotions that can surface when we feel stuck. So how do we keep these emotions in check? How do we keep this under control so that we're not being completely overwhelmed by those negative emotions? Oh, yes. We can easily get overwhelmed, definitely, with all this negativity and those feelings. But it might be helpful to realize that by focusing on negative emotions, we are wasting our energy could be used for a creative process of moving forward. So when we judge our emotions as negative, we feel a need of immediately changing them. And as a result, we feel lots of pressure, lots of discomfort. But then accepting those emotions as they come helps us to remain more content about our situation. So so instead of it's my my idea is that instead of trying to get rid of these emotions, they are already there, you know? So instead of focusing so much of how to get rid of them, maybe we should just stop for a moment and think why do we feel this way? What our feelings are trying to tell us? Can we find a different interpretation of what we feel? You know, I think that it's, it would be just so much easier if we change a perspective of how we view our emotion. And maybe maybe think about this, that, you know, maybe that anxious or unhappy feeling that you carry is, is there not to put you down, but just to remind you that you deserve better and that it is time for a change. Which, like you mentioned, Sharissa, change can be very scary. But but it's a necessary thing in our life, and it's something that we cannot really avoid for very long. And I, you know, it's just that I don't, I said this, and now this um, quote came to my mind that I want to share. That says, "Growth is painful, change is painful, but nothing is as painful as staying stuck somewhere you don't belong." So just focus more. So again, going back, it's kind of going away from the feelings, but getting back to these feelings, instead of thinking of how to get rid of them, think how do they actually serve me? What are they trying to tell me? What can I learn from it? How differently can I see it? And treat them as 
as that factor that helps you actually to move forward, put you in a better position, take you to the better place. Oh, that is such a refreshing perspective on these negative emotions or what we label as negative emotions. And you're so right. I couldn't even agree with you more that those, what we call negative emotions, really are just a warning to us. It's, it's you know, God or the universe's way of yeah. putting the situation, in, you know, in front of us and, like, having us go through this so that it alerts us to something that's not quite right. Maybe we need to be looking at something from a different perspective. Maybe we need to be doing something that we're not doing or maybe not doing something that we are doing. Whatever it is, it's a warning to say something is not right and we need to pay attention to it. So I love what you just said about looking at it from that perspective versus just viewing it as negative, I have to get rid of this way, you know, the way I'm feeling. Because really that way that you're feeling is an indication that something has to change. Um, so that yeah. is really your warning to say, okay, something has to, you know, we're, you're at the point now where you feel so uncomfortable that you know that you've got to figure out a way to get past this, even if it's just processing things in a different way in your own mind. Um, so, yeah, what a, what a refreshing way to think about that. I love it because a lot of times we, as soon as we label it, like you said, Anna, as soon as we label it as negative, then we have this overwhelming desire to just get rid of it. And it, it just becomes, you know, then we can start getting anxious, like you mentioned, and all of those other things. And it just kind of builds up. Whereas if we really just look at it from more of an objective perspective and not judge ourselves for it and say, you know what, what is going on here? Why is this coming up? Or maybe a better question is, what do I need to do to move forward or to move through this that's going to serve me in the best way? So thinking yeah. and talk, you know, thinking and asking questions that are much more empowering is really going to help us. Not why am I so stupid? Why am I feeling? You know, why do I ha always have this negativity around me? Those are not empowering questions. Those questions are not going to help you really move forward. But really asking those asking questions in a way that's more from a curiosity standpoint, so that you can really be open to having those answers come to you, to really you know, indicate to you what it is that you need to move forward. But you have to be in that space of um, non-judgment and just more at peace than feeling this overwhelming sense of anxiety. Because when you're in that, in that place, it's, very mo it's much, much more difficult for you to try to figure things out. Yes. It is. And, you know, this is, I think, one of the most challenging parts of being stuck or even if it's not regarding being stuck, but just having those emotions, it's very difficult for many of us to deal with those emotions. So I'm not trying to say, oh, just think about this, how wonderful it is to have it, because no, in full reality, this is not a fun feeling to be anxious or angry or disappointed or frustrated. It's not. But we know as life coaches that it is really possible. It takes a practice to be aware of your emotions and to read it um, appropriately. And then it really is possible to take the time and turn those negative emotions around. And even if you still feel uncomfortable with them, at least accept them as they come and, and try to figure out how they are helping us. Because even those awful feelings are helping us in something. So, and, and that's why I think that sometimes if it's too difficult for people to, to start that process of acknowledging and accepting their emotion, it's really great if they can share those 
with trusted people, you know, maybe with your close friend or with the family member, or maybe you do have a coach or other, you know, medical professional who can help you with this. But this is one of those really, really wonderful skills in life that help you in many situations, especially in situation of being stuck. Because when you are in that place of stuck, you cannot avoid those negative emotions. They will be there. But the way you see them and you interpret them, it's just all in your hands. Mm -hmm. That's so true. And I think that's something that we do need to acknowledge as well, that we really have the power to control our emotions. You know, we there's different yeah. ways of thinking, there's different ways to work through it and as coaches we know, you know, how to how to do that effectively. But even what you what you just said about being able to speak to someone about it, because a lot of times we make such a big deal of things in our heads. So when we get into this state of being stuck, we often play things over and over in our head and it becomes a huge deal and a huge mountain that feels just impossible to overcome. But sometimes just a matter of, even if it's a five or 10 minute conversation, sometimes that's all it takes to be able to truly express yourself and talk through it with somebody that you trust and you know has your best interest at heart. Sometimes it's all it takes is a short conversation, and before you know it, you're talking through it, and you realize that it's not really that much of a big deal. And so just being yeah. able to do that is, I think, really powerful. And then to go back um, to what you were saying um, earlier, Anna, as far as how do we look at things from a different perspective, like, you know, those situations can be really lessons for us to learn. Um, there's two core beliefs that are really helpful in those situations. One is that everything happens for a reason, which is just what we're discussing. So mm-hmm. even though we go through things that are unpleasant and that we, in the moment, we don't want and we don't enjoy and we want it to get over with as soon yeah. as possible, but really every single thing that happens in our life is there for a purpose and a reason. It may be just for us to teach us a lesson or to help us to grow and you know learn and things like that, or it could also be to help other people. So sometimes things that we go through that are so difficult – in the long run or even in the short term could really help other people. So as an example, when we go through things that are really tough and in the in the moment it seems like we just don't know how we're even going to get to the other side. But then we do. We make it to the other side and we get through that and we look back and we say, you know what, we've we've been able to do that. Then oftentimes we have opportunities to be able to help other people that are in those situations. So it's never just this hopeless you know, it's so random and I'm feeling this way and I don't get it and I don't see the good reason, um, even though we may never see the bigger picture or the reason. But just to have that belief that everything does happen for a reason really helps to minimize our stress and helps us to move through that as well. So I think that's that's a big takeaway that I had in terms of helping to get through this. And then the second thing is um, is a lesson. Like there's always a lesson that you can learn from it. So a good question to ask would be, what is the lesson? What is, even in those tough situations, and this is this might sound crazy, but a question that's really good to ask um, is, what good is coming out of this? Or what is good about the situation? So um, I'll give you a really silly example, and I think I've I've shared this with you, Anna, before. Um, when, <laughs> this is really silly, and this is just an everyday kind of situation, but there's often times um, where, you know, I'm running out the door and trying to get ready and just get out and get to a certain place by a certain time, make an appointment, those kinds of things. So there was a, there was a day that I remember doing this, and I went into my closet and I went to grab a pair of shoes, 
And just as I was about to turn around and close the closet door, all of my shoes came tumbling down. So I have my shoes on this, like, shoe rack, and everything just came crashing down. And so I'm the type of person who, even though, you know, everything is not necessarily neat in its, pl- in its place, but when I leave the house, I don't like to come back to any kind of, like, mess or complete disorder. So in that moment, my, of course, my initial split-second reaction was, oh, no, you know, I, that wasn't something that I would want to happen. But then I caught myself thinking about it and saying, okay, let me create some awareness about this right now. And then I thought, what can I be grateful for in this situation? So that's another really powerful question. And I literally looked at these shoes and looked up and said, thank God, you know, that I have these shoes. I mean, there's so many people that don't have that. So this is kind of a silly example, but I think it makes the point that, it, it can, you know, no matter what the situation is and how bad it is, there's always something that we can learn from this or grow, or maybe it even gives us the opportunity to meet other people that we maybe, you know, wouldn't otherwise um, be able to meet. So I'm sure we can all look back at at least one situation. In fact, I would challenge our listeners to do this now. Like, think of one situation in your past where in that moment, in the time, it was so difficult for you, but something good came out of that. At least one thing good came out of that. And that'll, that's really powerful because if you can think about that and apply that to what may be happening for you now if you're feeling stuck or even in the future, it really helps you to put things in perspective and it helps you to look at things from a different angle so that it's not so stressful and overwhelming. I just want to mention very quickly, Sharissa, that your example was not silly at all. It was actually very eye-opening <laughs> And and it illustrates that situation beautifully because really even in just moments like this that are so frustrating and you are rushing, you can find something positive in it. And again, you it's great that you introduce again this element of gratitude in it. Just be grateful. I'm grateful I have these shoes. So that's another gratefulness. It's always helpful in any situation also in that moment of being stuck because there is always great we we always can find something to be grateful for even in the situation where we feel like we are not moving forward you know we there's always something we can find to be grateful for and focus on this rather than on, on those negative emotions and the rushing of the process yes that's so true and if you are truly in that space of gratitude Gratitude and stress can't live in the same place. So you can't be really, truly grateful and stressed at the same time. If your focus is on gratitude, then that's, you know, where your emotions are going to be versus being, you know, stressed with the situation. So I love what you just mentioned about gratitude, Anna, and that's so true. If you are truly focused on being grateful, even in the tough times, and of course this takes practice um, of being more aware and all of that, but if you can get yourself into that space, you cannot be truly grateful and stressed or truly grateful and angry um, at the same time. So it's really important for us to to focus on being more grateful as we go through our day and just make it a habit as we go through our day because it does really reduce stress in a really big way and helps us to really get unstuck as well. Because if we're in that space of gratitude, mm-hmm. oftentimes things will open up for us. And when we ask ourselves the questions, those right answers are going to come to us a lot easier than if we're in a place of stress and anxiety. Yes. So I'd like to switch gears just for a moment, um, Anna, and take this opportunity to let our listeners know that the show on Getting Unstuck 
is happy to be sponsored by Audible.com. Audible.com is a leading provider of spoken digital, audio entertainment, and information. They have more than 150,000 titles to choose from, and you can listen on any device. If you sign up at our URL, audibletrial.com slash lifecoachradio, you get one free audiobook and a month's free trial of the service. And we really appreciate your support. And again, for any of our listeners who would like to dial in, the number is 646-716-9397. So, Anna, now we're going to move on to the big question. And we've already touched on uh, several different points on this, but what can we really do? If we have to boil it down into you know, some important key points and takeaways, what can we do to get unstuck? And you know what? I listened to your question and I'm smiling because you really, I think that you already gave that answer and you said it so beautifully. I really feel that being stuck, even if it doesn't feel like it serves some purpose. So the first step to getting unstuck is asking yourself how being stuck helps me. What does Mm -hmm. it protect me from? You know, it's sometimes as, as 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 almost ridiculous as it sounds, we get in that place of being stuck for some reason. Just like you mentioned, there is a reason behind it. So we might feel and be convinced that we want to take that next step, but something is keeping us away from doing it, right? So what mm-hmm. is it? We need to ask ourselves, what do we subconsciously fear? Are we afraid of change, afraid of failing, afraid of succeeding? Maybe we are afraid of losing stability. So to me, that first crucial step to just ask yourself, how does that state of being stuck serves me? What is it, what, what is it protecting me from? And then after we find that answer and we accept that there is something we either fear or something we need to learn about ourselves or about our situation, then we can move forward to the next step, which is figuring figuring out, I guess, different ways of making that change, taking this new step. And that itself can be a very creative and interesting process when you are willing to entertain different solutions and different ideas running through your head. Don't judge them. Don't discard them just because you think think that they won't work. Because there is a reason, again, why you thought about them. So just write all that ideas down of what can be the next step or how to implement that. And if you feel that you don't have enough ideas, you can research always, right? Or talk to trusted people and ask for advice. And I, I think that it's also very important to remember not to be afraid of new strategies. You know, we often try to solve our problems in the same way, but as soon as you see that it is not bringing desired results, try to tackle your problems from different angle. You know, maybe you can try interpreting your problem in a different way. Just just ask yourself, what is really this problem about? Then we need to think, hmm, 
am I convinced that these are the, the real reasons that I'm stuck and I'm in this place? Think what would what would be my my best friend set about those reasons? How this trusted person sees my situations and view my reason? Would this person agree with my interpretation interpretation of it? So that that's just I think few of the important steps to take in order to get unstuck. Yeah, I think that last point that you made, um, Anna, is so important to be able to question because sometimes we. We can assume certain things about where we are and why we're there, but we really should pause. And especially if things, if we, we try to do you know, different things to get us unstuck and nothing is working, like you mentioned, to take a step back and say, okay, what is really going on here? And like you said, it's so important to have you know, your support system, your friends or whoever it is in your circle that you can really lean on and you can really go to and know that they're going to help you to move through this, even if it's just them taking five minutes or ten minutes out of their day to have a conversation um, with you. So all of those things can really help get you um, unstuck or at least get a different perspective on things so that you're able to work through those um, different things. And then uh, in addition to that, there's some other some other things to, to share here. And the, mm-hmm. the first thing is so simple because we do it every day anyway. But it's so important to really be aware of this, and that's just to breathe. You know, because when we feel so anxious and in this uh, spot of being so stressed and and stuck, oftentimes we, you know, we hold our breath without realizing it, and we our body goes into this kind of mode of just high stress and anxiety without us even realizing it sometimes. So if we can just in that moment say, okay, this does feel overwhelming and stressful to me right now, and like Anna, like you said before, Anna, as far as being aware of that, just say, okay, so I acknowledge that. I acknowledge where I am. Let me figure, let, let me see what, what's going on with my breathing. So stop. Notice your breathing. Is it coming from, like, deep in your abdomen or is it coming from your chest? Is it deep? Is it shallow? And really take the time to take a few deep breaths. Maybe just take a few minutes and start taking those deep breaths in and out to try to relax yourself because that really helps us um, a lot to keep our stress levels down. And then like we mentioned earlier, recognizing the good that we have in our lives. So taking a different perspective. So rather than focusing on being stuck and, you know, figuring out how how to move forward and putting this pressure on ourselves, really recognizing the good that we have in our lives, like you mentioned earlier. And I think that's a really important thing to do to, again, release that stress and to have a better, more positive perspective, because you really are shifting your energy in those cases from the negative and being in the situation that you find yourself in to, into being more positive and really attracting that positive energy um, back so that you can try to figure out how to move forward. And then, of course, the next thing would be to just take one step at a time. So sometimes we get ourselves into the situation where we feel just completely overwhelmed. We don't know which direction to go in, and that can you know, contribute to us feeling stuck. But if we can just take one tiny step forward, even if we don't know how to solve the problem, but just take one step forward to trying to figure that out, like talking to a friend or somebody close to you, that can really help. And a lot of times when you start taking those baby steps, it's going to create the snowball effect, and before you know it, you're not going to be feeling so stuck and overwhelmed anymore. 
And then, of course, the connection, like we mentioned uh, several times already. Um, it's really important to be able to reach out to others, to get a different perspective, because a lot of times we make such a big deal of things in our head, and a short conversation can a lot of times just put things in perspective and help us to figure out how to move forward without us having to just, you know, mull it over in our own brain. Um, and then, of course, another thing is to get your body moving. So this whole idea of the kinesthetics and getting those chemicals going in your body that help us to feel better so that we don't feel stuck and then we, you know, we don't feel stressed and we definitely don't want to go down the road of getting into a depression. And so a lot of times keeping your body moving, doing things like yoga or walking or even just doing a few jumping jacks, whatever it is, just get your heart rate going and move your muscles and do things like that can help you really feel better about yourself and, again, put things in perspective and help you to move forward. And then another little cool, fun exercise <laughs> that uh, that I like to share is something called time travel. So what this is is when you imagine that you're an older version of yourself looking back on this particular situation. And then what you do is you ask this younger version of yourself um, what he or she makes out of the situation and what he or she would do, what new possibilities do they see. And, again, this is going to help, you give, you know, help give you a different perspective. A lot of times we find ourselves making mountains out of molehills, and when we think about the bigger picture and we think about what's really important in our lives or what we're going to reflect on 10 years or 20 years down the road, what we're going through right now is really just so tiny um, in, you know, in terms of the bigger picture. And so if we can almost remove ourselves mentally from the situation and look at it from that perspective, it helps us to say, you know what, like two or three years down the road, even maybe two months down the road, I'm not even going to be thinking about this anymore. It's not going to be a big deal. It helps us to really put some perspective there so that we're not getting overly stressed and frustrated about where we are. But we're able to look at it and go, you know what, it's maybe not that big of a deal, and I just need to take that first baby step and start to move forward. So those are just some of my thoughts around how to get unstuck. So what do we do when we want to just, when we know and we recognize that it's time to move forward? Oh, I love, Charissa, that you brought the breathing and moving because this is just one of the simplest things that we can do and we forget about this uh, mind-body connection. You know, we for whatever reason, we think that when we are stuck and we have all these things to figure out, that we just need to sit down in a quiet room and be still, which is good too, but I'm not talking about, you know, meditating or praying. But but people just sit there being all stressed out, thinking, I need to do something about this. I need to sit here with the pencil and the paper and I will figure stuff out. But really mm-hmm. just moving, exercising, even walking, dancing, our actual body movements definitely get get things moving. So and 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 it's just it, it is really so simple and amazing. And if you let me, there is one more thing that came to my mind. One more yeah. idea of yeah. of that, that might help some people to get stuck, especially people who are more visual. You know, you can get in a shower or even listen to the sounds of water and kind of imagine that that water help you unstuck everything, all the stuff, you know, all the stuff they are, that you feel they are stuck, just kind of start flowing. So just kind of use your imagination and see 
letting go of whatever keeps you stuck. Either they are those inner blocks, either the fears you have. Just, just kind of let that water wash it away. You know, and I've got to thank you for sharing that exercise with me because I, I remember it, it's been quite a while now. I remember when you were telling me about this, and I actually did it. And I can tell you from firsthand experience that it's, you know, as it might seem a little bit out there, but when you actually do that, it does feel like such a release. It feels like that stuff, whatever it is that you're holding on to, is just washing away. And, of course, that, that water, the sensation of the water on your body and that whole mm-hmm. thing combined really does help you to release a lot of that so that when you step out of that shower or, you know, your bath, you feel, you do feel um, a lot better. So thank you so much for adding that. Sure. And I agree with you. For some people, it sounds kind of out there, but it's really it's amazing what water can do for us. You know, it's just something yeah. about water. Maybe it's still coming, you know, from the the life we had in the womb of our mothers, just being surrendered in water. It's something so calming and something is just, it's really helpful. So I encourage everyone who listens to try it from time to time. Whenever you feel stressed out or stuck, just Get in the shower. <laughs> <laughs> and the good thing about that is you don't have to feel ashamed or you don't have to feel crazy for doing it because no one's around. Like, you know, you don't have to share that That's with anybody. Right. It's just meant to do yep. that for yourself. <laughs> <laughs> you just keep it, uh, write all this narrative in your head and you're good. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Oh, I love that. Thank you. So we're actually almost at the top of the hour. Again, this time has gone by so fast. But there's just one more question that I want to do, um, ask you, Anna, and that is what are some thoughts or beliefs that we can have to help prevent us from being stuck? Maybe some questions in addition to what we've already talked about, if there's any other questions that we can ask ourselves, anything else that we can maybe meditate on or think about as far as our thoughts and beliefs that will really help us to move through this you know, place of being stuck? Just like you mentioned, Sharissa, we, we actually both talk about this throughout the show, that at some point of our lives, most of us get stuck at some point. So we need to kind of realize that it's okay. And in my opinion, you may try to prevent it by believing in yourself, trusting your intuition, by not being afraid of taking those small risks. And be okay with the thought that you can get stuck. Oh, I love that. I'm so glad you mentioned intuition because that is really such a big part of this. Because without your intuition, without being able to be in a space where you're tapping into your intuition, it's going to be very difficult for you to figure out what is that that next step. Not just what's the logical next step, but what's that step that's going to be completely right for you. Not based on anyone else, but based on what's right for you in that moment. So thank you for bringing intuition into it. And a lot of what we're talking about ties into that as well. So when you're feeling less stressed and more calm and more at peace, it's a lot easier to tap into your intuition. Mm -hmm. And of course, that intuition is going to guide you to doing what's right for you. That's going to bring you that ultimate feeling of peace and fulfillment and all of those things that we want more of. So yeah, great point. Um, There's just some other things that I was thinking of as far as what can help us to move through this. We've already gone to quite a few um, powerful questions that we can ask ourselves. But another one that might not seem very logical or, or may seem a little strange is how can we make this fun? So even if we find mm-hmm. ourselves in a place of feeling stuck, feeling overwhelmed maybe with too many options, too much to do, or maybe we just are stuck in this one particular area and we don't know how to move forward, what you can do is ask yourself, how can I make figuring this out fun? 
And you'll be amazed at what can come up for you as a result of this. So uh, kind of another, you know, day-to-day kind of example. Mm-hmm. Say, for example, say you, you know, you got laundry piling up and you just hate doing laundry. It's not your favorite thing to do. And you notice, and every time you walk in the door, you know that this laundry is just piling up and you just haven't gotten to it because maybe you procrastinated because it's just not something that you enjoy doing. And as a result of that, you kind of feel a little bit overwhelmed by all of this stuff, but at the same time, you keep putting it off because you just don't want to do it. So one of the things you can do in that case, if you know you're putting something off and you're feeling trapped and stuck and overwhelmed, is to ask yourself, how can I make this fun? And in that simple example, it can be something like getting the family involved and putting on music or doing something like that. So I think, you know, I think you get the idea around how you can maybe program your brain or train your mind to think in that way so that every time you're, you're faced with this challenge or you're figuring out how to get the next step and how to move forward, if you train your brain to think about it in terms of how to make it fun, you will come up with ideas to make even what you feel is not so pleasant. <laughs> Maybe it can be a more, you know, more pleasurable experience for you and your family and those that you love. So that's a, a little challenge to you is to think about anytime we go into these kinds of situations, how can we make this fun? And then, of course, what we talked about earlier, and that's what's great about being in the situation right now. As bad as it may feel, what's really great about it. So again, that can lead into gratitude and what lessons are we learning, how are we helping others, all those kinds of things. And then lastly, one more question is, what do I need to help me to move forward? And Anne and I both spoke about reaching out to people that we trust. So maybe the answer to that question for you is reach out to a specific person. So just sit there and try to be in a really you know, calm state and then ask yourself these questions and just simply see what's coming up for you. And then one of the things that helps to really tap into your intuition is to try as much as possible not to be, not to really hold on to the outcome. So try not to be really stressed about, um, like Anna was saying earlier, you know, try not to sit there and go, oh, I have to figure this out now. But try to like, release it and just from a place of complete curiosity, ask these questions and just see what naturally comes up for you. Maybe you need to reach out to a specific person. Maybe you need to do some research on something online to help you. Maybe it's a career choice that you need to make. Uh, Maybe you need to do some research. Maybe there's a book that you need to do. Whatever it is, just see what comes up for you. And then move from that space versus from asking yourself a question like, why do I always feel, you know, find myself in this situation? That's not really going to help you as much as some of the questions that Anna shared with you today as well. Is there anything else you'd like to add to that? You know, maybe one more, Sharissa, is that um, we we definitely do need to kind of revisit our beliefs. Sometimes it's time to kind of examine what is our belief system and see what thoughts are holding us back and put us in this position of being stuck. I think that one of the most common is that we find ourselves, then when we are in the situation of being stuck, we feel like it's, it's nothing we can do about this. We kind of feel paralyzed and we feel like a victim to a circumstances. So one of the thought and beliefs that might prevent us from being stuck is just a simple realization that this is your life. And yes, you are responsible for it. And yes, you can make a change. It does not depend on other people. Even sometimes if it would be easier if we would like to blame them for it or blame them for the circumstances. Yes, they can make the change more difficult, 
always a solution and you can make that change. You can create that. So that's, I think, one of those powerful beliefs that can prevent us from being stuck. When we realize that we do have a power to move forward and to make a change. Absolutely. And to really accept that responsibility without placing blame yes. on other people. Because if we do feel find ourselves in a position of being stuck and experiencing emotions that we don't want to, again, to go back to what you said earlier, we have control over the way we feel. So like, and you, and you said this so well, that we have, you know, we are in control and we have uh, complete control over our actions and our thoughts and our beliefs and our behavior. So mm-hmm. there is definitely something we can do to help us to feel better and to maybe make different decisions outside of what other people are, are you know, are doing around us. So really, really great point. So Anna, again, at the end of our show, I can't believe this hour has gone by so, so fast. And I want to thank you again. Again, so we have never enough time. <laughs> <laughs> I know, we always end up running out of time. I feel like we should have two hour shows together because it's just not never enough time to go to. So, you know, <laughs> but I want to thank you so much for your time and for spending your evening with me and for sharing such valuable information with me and our, with our listeners. It's just been, as always, such a pleasure, and I have been taking a lot of notes and learning so much from you, as always. So thank you, and if you'd like to share any closing thoughts, I would love to hear those. And also let our listeners know how they can get in touch with you as well. Well, first of all, I want to thank you again very much for having me on the show. It is always so much fun and such a pleasure. And thank you to everyone who joined us and listened. Um, tonight's uh, show my last thoughts I guess it's all the same just be okay with the fact that you can be stuck just accept it that's normal it's just part of the life and then another thing try to examine is it really being stuck are you truly stuck or you just or if it's something different that you and you only think that you don't know how to move forward. Maybe you really don't need to. So ask yourself, do I really want to make a change? Do I do it for myself? Is it really something that will benefit me or is it just because I do it for someone else? And then keep in check all your negative emotions. Try to be okay with it. Name them, don't hide them recognize them, accept them, try to find out what is the situation and these emotions are trying to tell you about you. What are they trying, how are they trying to help you really? And then next, just find some support, figure out the way of what's next and how to move forward. And again, thanks again, guys. And um, it was very nice talking to you, Sharissa, and learning so many new things as well. And again, if you would like to contact me, please email me at Anna, A-N-N-A, at sflifecoaching.com or visit my website. It's still the old one, sflifecoaching.com. Thanks again. That was just beautifully said, and what a wonderful way to summarize the show. Thank you again, Anna, and I would definitely encourage our listeners, if you need help at all in the area of relationships, whether that's personal or professional, please go ahead and reach out 
to Anna. She is truly an expert in this area, and I'm sure, I know she would absolutely love to be able to see how she can help. So thanks again, Anna. And then this is you're going to find this very funny, but listen to this. So my final comment for the show is this. Growth is painful, change is painful, but nothing is as painful as staying stuck somewhere you don't belong. <laughs> wow, look at us. Our, our minds slightly are definitely in sync. We, even foc- we are even focusing on the same quotes. And I promise to ev- anyone who listened, we did not ever share that quote with each other. No. I don't think oh, I ever mentioned that quote to you. About I never really. you when you said it earlier, but I didn't want to interrupt your, your thoughts. And so I thought I'd just wait until the end, but I truly did have that. You know, oh, that's what I wanted to just say. So that so is so funny. So amazing. <laughs> but you know what? That tells this me that that's maybe something that we need to pay attention to. <laughs> Yes, that's what I'm thinking. That obviously is something very important to all of us to remember. Definitely. Oh, I'm going to keep that quote close to my bed and look at this often. (laughs) You know what? I'm going to go ahead and share it one more time. Growth is painful. Change is painful. But nothing is as painful as staying stuck somewhere you don't belong. So you can take that with you, maybe write it down and keep it next to your bed like Anna is going to do. Um, you know, Whatever it is, it helps you reflect on that and helps you to really be able to move forward. And I know the show is going to be very, very helpful to you and all of the, the tips and everything that was um, shared. So I really hope that you take a lot out of it. And uh, definitely stay in touch with us. Let us know how things are going for you. And if this helped you in any way, we would absolutely love to hear from you. Both Anna and I also have social media pages. You can follow us on Facebook. And we would love to hear your thoughts and, and comments on this topic if you're listening to the recording and you weren't able to listen live. So thanks again for your time. Thanks for listening in. And uh, if anyone would like to reach me, you can contact me at info, I-N-F-O, at sharissasebastian.com. And my website is sharissasebastian.com. Again, all my social media links can be found on that website. And um, also there is a separate website for our women's retreats. That's stopsmilebreathe.com if you'd like to stay um, on top of our latest retreats that will be coming up this year. So thank you again for joining us, and have a wonderful rest of your day. Thanks, Anna. Thank you so much. Talk to you soon. (laughs) Okay, bye. Bye.